How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Your driver's license is important so you can get back and forth to work, get your kids to school, and back and forth to daycare. If your license has been suspended because you can't pay your tickets, you can't do any of those things. Let's talk about Chapter 13 bankruptcy. You may have heard the tickets cannot be discharged, but they can be dealt with in a Chapter 13 case. Why not come in for a free consultation? The chapter you choose will make all the difference to your getting back legally on the road. Let's design a plan to pay off your tickets and restore your license immediately. I'm attorney Travis Gagné. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Actress and comedian Casey Wilson spoke about her uh, on her podcast about working opposite Tim Allen on that new uh, show, Disney Plus's The Santa Clauses, which is the TV version of the movie. Season he did. two, man. They're in season two. And yeah. it's yeah. a shock that it made it to a season two. I mean, maybe season one was good. I never watched it, but season two was just a pile. So why are we even bringing this up, you know, whether you like the Santa Claus or not? Well, it's because of what Casey Wilson is saying about Tim Allen. Tim Allen was <laughs> such a bitch. Wait, it was real? the worst, truly single worst experience I've ever had with a co-star ever. Wow. That's that's high praise. Wow. <laughs> I mean, look, for somebody to actually come out and say it, because, you know, you have a career, you you, you know, you just yeah. feel like people go, I'm going to take the high road and just... Or know. just say, recently I worked with somebody that was so whatever, it's, you know, but you still, like, maybe you can kind of read between the lines, but you just... No, Tim Allen's a bitch. Dude, I just watched, I mean, I just watched the Star Trek documentary about, like, one of the shows and the two characters who did not get along, and even, like, all these 30 years later... They still didn't say it as badly as she just said now about her recent working with Tim Allen. Like, people usually don't come out and say it that harshly. No, she didn't pull any punches. So it's like, all right, what the hell did Tim do? Why was it so bad working with Tim Allen? So I'm in a scene, it's just me and Tim Allen, and like, he's coming down the chimney, obviously, as Santa. And I am woken up thinking there's an intruder. And so I'm throwing things at him, I'm screaming, and... He goes over to the producer who is standing four feet from me. He just walks over and he goes, um, and I basically hear him. He goes, you got to tell her to stop stepping on my lines. The producer turns to me with horror on his face and has to walk one foot to me. And he goes, um, Tim would ask that you stop stepping on his lines. It was like everybody was walking on eggshells around him. It, people just looked like frantic. I do love that he goes over to the producer, really? which is like no further than you and I. And it's like, tell that woman to stop. So like, It's like, can you tell this person? I'm like, I'm right here. I can hear you. You can just tell me. Wow. 
Wow, that's that's a big time move right there. That's like, hey, buddy, do you know who I am? Kind of move. He's Tim Allen. Santa Claus doesn't need doesn't have time to deal with the elves. Yeah. Okay. Uh, goes straight to Mrs. Claus and says, you take care of this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Mrs. Claus. Finally, in this clip, Casey talks about how it seemed like... Uh, did I miss something? Oh, uh, yeah, there's some more. Sorry about that. Here's a couple more stories that she shares about Tim. Never made eye contact, never said anything. It was it was so uncomfortable. And when he was done, he was so rude. So it's time for my close-up. It's the end. So he's wearing that big Santa cape. And Tim Allen goes, leaving takes his Santa cape, drops it on no. the floor, and walks out. Oh, Tim Allen's a baller. <laughs> wow. I'm starting to like Tim Allen more now. <laughs> Leaving. That's so super douche move. I love this. Oh, I know you would. I know you would. I, I mean, I don't have to work with the guy. I don't care. Oh, so. I, he is, it's, He's oh. still my Santa Claus. Uh, finally, in this clip, Casey does talk about how it seemed like the rest of the crew didn't like Tim as well. This is the best... I will not say who said this. This was someone in the crew breezes past me, okay, and just goes, you're seeing him on a good day. Oh. Oh, oh I got goosebumps. Why? Well, you know, I again, I there are just two types of people in the world. Like, you see people that have had a great career, like Tim Allen has had, who are just so nice. I, I remember Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson was always great to everybody. He was fantastic. And it didn't matter who you were. He would just be so cool to you. And it was like, you're like, it's freaking Louis Anderson. This guy is at the top of his game. He's on all these TV shows. Great comedian. Couldn't be a nicer man. Oh, there was that time he, he came older. in studio and he was leaving the station. He goes, leaving. And he just dropped his jacket on the floor. I thought that was strange. I let that go. That's one time. But other, besides that, and then you got Tim Allen, who is just like this crotchety, grumpy, successful guy. It's like, you don't have any reason to not be nice to people. You really don't. What, like, don't do these things if you can't really do them. And you got to be a douche to everybody. So is it Tim Allen's turned into the new Chevy Chase? Everybody says he's a terrible person and terrible to work with. But then one texter says, hey, sounds like he's just going through the chain of command, which I can understand. Like, hey, you got a producer. This person's, you know, stepping on the lines. But... If they're within earshot, exactly. I feel like then you could be like, and also I'd imagine Tim Allen, probably the most respected actor on the set before maybe he does anything to rub you the wrong way. But like, here's the big star. If he said, hey, I got some tips for you when it comes to doing these, you know, I think she probably would have taken it. I don't know. Maybe she wouldn't have been like, who is this guy? But like, you know, you would think like, I'm Tim Allen. Hey, look, just to let you know, I know that you're supposed to be freaking out, but you're stepping all over my lines. Yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone would take that badly. Yeah, I feel like there's got to be a better way to be with people than than how he can. Because look, look what she did. I mean, he. I mean, this. I mean, she. I mean, he doesn't look good. And I've told this story before. I have never been a great Tim Allen fan because I have heard complaints about him for a long time. And one of them comes from and I and I'll just have you Google Rich Scheidner. That's S H Y D N E R Canyon Man. Google that, because that was Rich, one of Rich's signature pieces in his comedy show that he did in L.A. And Rich was a big, big friend of uh, the Weeze show when we did the show in Rochester. Love the guy. Great guy. And his Canyon Man character predated Home Improvement. But my God, when you look at that Canyon Man character and you look at uh, Tool Man Tim, 
it is hard not to go like, wow, is this an Ari Shafir, Carlos Mencilia, uh, you know, uh, Mencilia. Mencilia. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am going Mencilia. I'm thinking Mencilia. Yeah. Uh, is this one of those moments? The allegations were put out there. I, I mean, I'm not part of it, so I can't say whether it's true or not. But I'll let you make the call. Look at Rich Scheidner's Canyon Man bit, which does predate Home Improvement. And Rich was Rich has never told a positive story about Tim Allen and all of that. And it's not the first time I've heard really, really bad things about Tim Allen. Going all the way back to how did Tim get famous in the first place because of that great character that he had. And where did he get that great character from? Well, I just... Go check out go check out Canyon Man and I'll let you make your own decisions. Did they ever have like any kind of like, you know, not I don't know, beef or like any kind of like moment where they were like, Look, man, you're taking my crap or This was back in the day where you could say it to everybody but no one would ever give you credence. Like, it wasn't it wasn't the way Ari Shafir could do it. Like, back in those days, you kind of had to deal with it. Mm. Like, he became famous, Tim Allen became who he became, and you couldn't do anything about it. It's you know? funny. Like, I know wrestling's a little different than comedy, but they have some parallels, and it's always like, hey, doesn't matter if you steal it. If you, if you get successful off of it first, then it's yours. It, that's exactly and what... And that was always the mindset. Like, you could steal a, a certain move or a certain gimmick or a character... And then it's a matter of who gets who does it first. And it sucks because Rich Scheidner is a very, very talented guy. And that character he made was awesome. You can see why, because that character went on to be a really successful character. It's funny because I did not know this. But like, so I do the independent wrestling thing and I go by, you know, verified Steve. My whole gimmick is that I'm a delusional D-bag radio personality and I brag about being verified. Turns out there's another guy somewhere in another town doing the same gimmick. Yeah. And I had a bunch of people telling me, hey, dude, this guy's stealing your thing. I'm like, so I look it up. I'm like, oh, whatever. I, I feel like I'm doing it differently. And I, I was thinking, he sends me a message. Because apparently he's bragging about it and everyone's calling him out. Not everyone, but a good number of people were like, hey, dude, you're stealing that from this dude, Steve Miggs, in, in the Pacific Northwest. And he sent me this. It was kind of cool. He sent me this long apology. Did not know you were doing it. I hope I'm not. I'm like, I don't care, man. Like, I'm almost done anyway. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Turns out he's like a Netflix reality TV guy that also wrestles on the side. And that's like, so he brags about. But it was just kind of funny. For a moment, though, my, my first thing was, son of a bitch. But I'm like, well, who cares? I'm not making a career out of this. I'm just doing it for fun. That's funny. He's doing it as well. But, yes. but on the flip side, here's this guy like you're talking about. This is his career. Like yeah. if, if my career was doing this wrestling thing and someone did pretty much a note for note like version of it, I would be upset. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I don't care. This is just for funsies. Like, cool, you thought of the same idea as I did. Yeah, it really, and it really does suck when you're hardworking at something, like you said, and next thing you know, somebody becomes a gigantic star. Now, look, there's a lot of other reasons why Tim Allen became a gigantic star. You know, uh, so who's to say that, you know, anybody else would have been as successful doing the same thing? But it does suck when you did something first and... Someone else is huge, making skillions, yes. and, and you're and you get nothing. Yeah, that would be like what, dude? Give me a couple bucks at least to say, hey, I'm sorry, I stole your thing. Yeah, and you know, it's hard for me. I watched Rich Scheidner's Canyon Man. I saw him perform it like long before uh, Home Improvement ever came on TV because he used to come to Rochester all the time, and he was good friends with Weeze. So I. It was hard for me to go, dude. This is my my opinion was. So that's why you don't like the wrong. Santa Claus. I, don't, I mean, look, I have a hard time liking Galaxy Quest, and it's my favorite, one of my favorite and movies. And he's the star of that. And he's the star of that. But he, yeah, I'm not a Tim Allen fan. And it does go all the way back to the fact that I'm a Rich Scheidner fan, and I just don't like how all that went down in my own mind. 
So I had no idea who this Casey Wilson lady was at first. I was like, who's Casey Wilson? Like, what? I don't even know who this is. And I, so I Googled and I realized she was an SNL cast member for just like a couple seasons, right? Oh, okay. So she was on SNL and she, it's one of the most, it's, it's might be one of the more like wrong sketches ever. Like, it's just not, but it's, it's so funny. She did a, a character, and I forgot about this until right now, called Dusty Velvet. <laughs> And Dusty Velvet was a paralyzed stripper. And if you've, I don't know if you've ever seen this bit. I don't think I have. And I think it was Ashton Kutcher is in the bit, and he's like a strip club guy, and Andy Samberg is there in that time. They're all in the crowd, like, hey, we're at this kind of sketchy strip club. And she comes down, she's like, I was recently paralyzed. And as Ashton Kutcher moving her arms and having her do like the whole strip routine, it's so wrong. But it's, I don't know, Danny, have you ever seen this one? It's so, (laughs) what makes it great is the reaction of like Andy Samberg and and I think Keenan Thompson. They're all in the crowd like, what the F is going on? And then at one point she's like, do you guys want a lap dance? And and Ashton Kutcher just grabs her and throws her at Andy Samberg and he's freaking out because she's licking him. Oh, it is a great bit. I'm watching this. It is so great. It's not, it's, it's, it's a, it's a deep cut. Like I couldn't even find it on YouTube to like, I remember hearing, Remember this one? It's on Vimeo. If you just look, if you just search SNL, that is Dusty so Velvet. funny. Oh, Casey's fantastic in this. It's the, it's the, it's, it's so wrong. <laughs> it's so but it's wrong. So funny. It is so funny because of just the react. Andy Samberg just crushes it throughout the entire. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's he, traumatized. He really is. Oh, that is so amazing. I mean, she's trying to work the pole, but it's just like Ashton Kutcher's just <laughs> throwing her around. Oh man, that is so good. Oh, and I th- I think that is um uh, the, the the Ted Lasso is Ted Lasso in that bit too? I think yes, yeah, yes, that yeah, is Jason Sudeikis. Oh, yes. so it's during that administration too. Yeah, dude, it's a good oh, that's a good cast. God. Yeah, that is uh, that's back in the in the in the good old days, man. Look at yeah. that. Shocking oh. that that character didn't like have a lot of repeat appearances. That is too bad because I think that's a brilliant idea. I mean, I mean, I, I get that it's insensitive, but it's Saturday Night Live. It's comedy, right? I mean, I mean, really, are we? I, mean, I think it's very funny. It's so wrong. Yeah, so it, great. It is so wrong at the same time. And Ashton Kutcher is so awesome as the 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 slimy strip club owner. He really is. He looks he looks the part very very well. Dusty Velvet is a great name. Dusty Velvet, everybody, check it out. Okay. And if you hate it, we're sorry. <laughs> we, we don't aggregate or condone whatever the hell's going on. Uh, well, here's a question for you. What do you think was voted as the worst Christmas song of all time? Well, I know what mine is. Don't even. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Uh, well, you're going to hear what it is. Uh, is it Dominic? Is it not Dominic? You'll hear at 817 on The Rock. DJ and Migs. Mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. You know, it's that time of the year. Christmas music is everywhere, and yeah. Yeah, it is. But you know what? This is a list I think we can get behind, and that's uh, from AV Club. Do you listen to Christmas music when uh, you're uh, out and about? You know what? This year I haven't a whole lot, but I do like to listen to Christmas music. I did when putting up the tree and doing that stuff like that. Uh, but I have not listened to as much as I usually do, but I like Christmas music. I really do. Might I recommend Peppa Pig's uh, Christmas record? That's all we listen to right now. <laughs> And I, I say, might I recommend stay away from it, BJ? Yeah, thank you. I, I, I do like a variety of stuff. It's not even Peppa singing. That's the thing that pisses me off. Oh, like, what? They're just randos? I think it's like I think it's whoever's the voice of Mommy Pig, and she's just singing Christmas songs. And I'm like, every once in a while, maybe she like throws Daddy Pig's name in there. And I'm like, this is the most half-assed Christmas record you've ever heard. <laughs> It's so bad. You know what, dude? You realize as a parent of a toddler how much you get fleeced by the system. I th- dude, right? I'm really, like, really you're do. calling this? You just slapped her name on there, and you're just getting all, this, all these listens when if you just put this as a regular Christmas record, people are like, this is trash. Oh, it's, it's, everything I remember was mm-hmm. trash, yep. all that stuff. Barney was the biggest trash. Yeah, it's and, crazy, and, dude. And I'm sorry, Sarah. Barney was trash. Uh, but we keep on um, the Christmas sounds of the season, the Comcast channel. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, or Xfinity, sorry. Uh, we, we listen to that. That's on it in the background all the time. Yeah, that's, uh, you know what, that's always a standby. So we've already lost, what is it called, Whamageddon? Is that the thing, like last Christmas? The, the, you, know, you hear that joke? No, what, 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 what is it's that? A, it's like basically like how long can you go until in the Christmas season without hearing Wham's Last Christmas. Oh, and they call it Whamageddon? I think that's what they call it. And it's like a big thing like where like it's almost like you're rickrolling someone. Like you try and get your buddies to hear it before they want to. Like It's like bragging rights if you could go through all of Christmas without ever hearing that song. That's actually funny. It is kind of funny. Oh, I think so far I'm doing well with Whamageddon because I don't think oh, I've heard that yet. I don't I, even know that song. You don't last know Last Christmas. Taylor Swift has covered it. I don't know that was Wham. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We just screwed people over because that's like note for note exactly how it sounds. It's basically Wake Me Up Before You Snow Snow is really there. Actually, I would listen to that. Yeah. I wish somebody would do a version of that. So here we've got the worst Christmas songs of all time. I don't even know if I know number one. Dude, I didn't know it until I saw this list, so I, went, I went to go get the, the clip, and it's it it almost brought me to tears. It's the saddest freaking Christmas song <laughs> about like some lady who's dying. Oh, no. And her son, all, she, all he wants to get her is some new shoes before she sees Jesus. And it's just oh like... Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Dude, you no. listen to this, and I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> Sir, I want to buy This gotta be a country dude, right? Uh, or a Christian artist. 
Okay. Daddy says there's not much time. Yeah, mom's dying. Oh, what? She's been sick for quite Why would I want this on Christmas? You know, feeling real music. Mama meets Jesus tonight. That's the that's the holiday. It's horrible. Like why? Wow. Nobody know. And then I uh, guess what? A new pair of shoes ain't gonna cut it. Little Timmy's gonna be crying his ass off if Mama meets Jesus tonight. I was listening to this. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And it's all oh, this woman, poor woman's dying. And, it, and we don't know if Mama's gonna meet Jesus. Mama might meet Beezlebub. We have no idea the kind of life this woman led. I feel like though we might have finally found a list where we all might agree with number one. That yeah, is that's easily horrible. the worst Christmas song I have ever heard. It is. Nothing puts me in the spirit more than Mom dying. Yeah. Now, this next song, I'm old enough that I was there for the debut of this song, which when it came out, I mean, look, everybody loved it. Everybody thought it was funny as hell. But as the years have gone by, I do agree. This is probably the second worst Christmas song ever. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Everybody I loved this song. Oh, you still do? Okay. Oh, yeah. God, it's I, it's I such a, like, fun, like... It's so cheesy, though, and okay. stupid. But put yourself in my shoes as I'm grabbing these audio clips. And I just sat through this sad, awful song. <laughs> yeah. And then the next song is, Grandma, I couldn't stop laughing, BJ. I was just like, talk about one extreme to the other. Both about dying. That's a good point. Yeah, one, yeah. Grandma dies, right? I think. Yeah, uh, Grandma. No, she got run over by a reindeer. But she, did she die? Uh, you know, that's a really good question. We never did get the follow-up. And did her uh, grandson get her any shoes? Yeah, good question. Did she meet Jesus? I think that's also oh, an important easily. question. Uh, she met Blitzen. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. All right, here's one. Um, and I like, I like the Weather Girls. It's raining, yeah. man. I mean, that was back hey. in my 20s, I think, when that song came out. Uh, this is their Christmas song. Yeah, all right. No. no Another cold night, I just can't bear. Come on, Santa, won't you please? Look at me, I'm alright. Oh, bring me a man. Okay, sure, Santa. By the way, how difficult is it to get a man? I mean, really. <laughs> These, the, the weather girls are really horny. Yeah, they are. And you know yeah. what? They never, I mean, they never called me, or was I not the man they were looking for? Maybe that's what it was. I mean, I kind of get the weather girls. It's probably more about like it's raining, so it's wet out, and they're just constantly <laughs> okay. looking for a man. Yeah. <laughs> hoping men are raining. Yeah. They're hoping Santa brings them a man. I think what they want are men. Yeah. And it seems like the precipitation is a real problem for them. <laughs> Apparently yeah. so. Um, here's number four. And I have to say, it saddens me. Because we have such love for Weird Al Yankovic. Like a big fat drum disgruntled, Yuletide Rambo. And he smiled as he said, with a twinkle in his eye. Merry Christmas to all, now you're all gonna die. I like this song. It's, it's, it's Weird Al. I don't know how you can hate this. It's Weird Al. Well, I hate Weird Al. So oh, well, it's, yeah, yeah, then that's how you can Even if it. you hate Weird Al, how can you hate this? <laughs> it just gets yeah. in his voice. 
I know, you know, I get it. Would you I, rather hear that or the song about a poor boy who wants to buy his dying mom some shoes? You know, I'll take Weird Al. I want me, Jesus. Will you buy me some shoes? Oh, my god! All right, so that's the number four worst Christmas song. This, the number five, is by a band that is renowned for great Christmas music, and that's uh, Pentatonix. Oh, I see the yeah. children play outside. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Golden fart shows up. I hate this group. Hate's a strong word. It is a very strong word. I despise this group. They're yeah. the, they play all the instruments with their mouths. They're like <laughs> acapella. Yeah, wow. they play all the instruments with their mouths. Well, you know, they make drums that go. We know Danny said what it is, but you completely defined it wrong. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people play instruments with their mouths, but yeah, they don't they, have people, instruments. They, no, they don't. They make them, yeah. they make sounds. That's what we got yeah. there. Do you like pentatonics? They're, not, they they're not my favorite. But People I'm just, go crazy about them during the holidays. That's why I'm surprised that this was voted the fifth worst Christmas song. Is that because I'm like you, not a huge fan of pentatonics, but uh, I, that's why I can't believe it's like number five worst. The one I hate of theirs, and I don't even, I never heard that one, but it's always that Mary, did you know? They do that one. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, what about Paul McCartney's um, uh, Wonderful Christmas Time? How does the greatest songwriter of our time create the worst Christmas song? See, I don't think a lot of people think that that's true, but I agree. That's a weird song. It's a very weird song, and it's you know got that 80s sound yep. to it. And it's just, yeah, I don't like it at all. I, I but people loved it when it came out it came out at the time where Paul McCartney and Wings and people were still loving the beat obviously you know still sad the Beatles aren't together and I never really liked it of course a lot of people are asking hey, oh is that what they're asking they are it's Dominic the Donkey <laughs> not even on the top 20 what's, what's the date December hey I feel proud that we went to the it's Dominic the Donkey oh we played it all year oh dude when this song pops up on the sounds of the season on Xfinity Tatum and I lose our mind. Hate this song. Do you know I have been I have been putting off watching this season of The Bear. I think I'm on episode four, and people keep keep asking me, "Why are you waiting so long?" Because I know in episode six they're gonna just they're gonna donkey roll me. What it's in the in the show? Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you told me. It must have been my oh my buddy Josh told me. Oh, yes. Dominic the donkey gets it's, played. Yeah, and that's why it's Wait, like I don't want to get I don't want to get to episode six because that's what's going to happen in the bear. It's going to come out. What if that makes you like the song? Then it will not make me like the song. It's such I, a good song. I will probably hate everybody on that show. And then of course the bear is a terrific show. Uh, on if you haven't seen it on FX or Hulu, it's a it's a great great show. And season two is killing it. That uh that episode is is rough too to watch oh great so it's gonna be a rough episode and i gotta hear dominic the yeah. donkey great you know what's funny yeah. the texter asked about paul mccartney and he does have a song in the top 10 and it's rudolph the red-nosed reggae paul mccartney apparently i don't I mean, know top 10 of of the favorites? worst of oh. the worst songs of all time oh we can can we find that i don't even know i don't what think i called? even know rudolph paul the, mccartney rudolph the red-nosed reggae i don't even know that one I imagine it goes Rudolph the Red Nose Reggae. You know what? At this point, I'm not going to put it past you. Something yeah. Rasta, Rasta. Something Rasta, Rasta. <laughs> Jai, Jai. Uh. If you ever listen to Paul Marley. Yeah, Paul you. Marley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I changed it from Paul the Bob. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, Any luck finding it? Oh, my gosh. I'm already in. Does have a good look. He's trying to get that job feel. He does have that reggae beat going. So, are there words? Is this really Paul McCartney or some dude named Paul McCartney? No, this is his, Paul McCartney's YouTube page. 
Okay. Like legit one. Here come the words. Or maybe okay. not. Does he even sing? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, this should be stuff by now. You would think? Yeah, because he's already into, like, the verses. Is that him on the violin? Uh, yeah. And this is his, like, this is, hey, this is reggae, man? This sucks. It so sucks. All right, here's one that maybe you should look for, because I think this would be right up BJ. And apparently it's not the 80s New Wave band, but a band called The Go-Go's. And it's not our Go-Go's? Apparently not. And they wrote a song for Christmas, number 11 worst Christmas song of all time, called I'm Gonna Spend My Christmas with a a Dalek. Oh, okay. Then this has to be predating our Go-Go's. Which is well, fascinating. Your go-go's. I, I never claimed ownership of the go-go's. I'm more of a, I'm more of a bangles guy. Oh, well, listen, I'm not going to be smirch the bangles. The bangles are great too. Um, okay, so the uh, my I, so it's a Dalek song. So it's going to be a British band. I would uh, imagine. So Dalek, it's, is, that, course, is that Doctor Who? Yeah, the, they're the big. They're the famous Doctor Who bad guys that basically are trash bins with uh, basically uh, plungers. Oh God, this is horrible already. Oh, I actually like it so far. Bring you greetings from all Dalek. That's a Dalek. Sounds like a Halloween song. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna spend my Christmas with a Dalek. What? Hugging underneath the mistletoe. Amazing. If he's very nice, I'll feed him sugar spice. And hang a Christmas stocking from his big leg. And when we both get up on Christmas morning, right. I'll kiss you like this? When, would, when did this happen? I don't know. Says 1960s. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> now, I just want to tell you. You don't love that? You, I, I mean, I do. It's, it's cute, but. What you guys don't know, in England back then... Oh, he's going to doll explain us. Well, I'm going to doll explain you. But it was huge. Like 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 Doctor Who, the Daleks for kids, it was right. as huge as any kid show you could imagine here in the States. So that makes sense that they would, like somebody would jump on board and go, we want to do a Dalek Christmas song. That is so bad, though. It is very, very bad. And I, they call themselves the Go-Go's. The Go-Go's. And I'm so, going to spend my Christmas with a Dalek. All right. Uh, of course, I like our Go-Go's much better here it in America. It said that they were a studio creation of producer Les Van Dyke, who was in on cashing in on the first wave of Doctor Who's popularity back in the 60s. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, and no doubt about it, the Daleks were, I mean, kids were terrified of those guys, which is so funny to think that back then, you see how corny they look, those yeah. Daleks. No, it just looks like an upside, upside down, like, waste paper basket. And thing. kids would hide behind the couch. It is so weird, like, such bad special effects if you watch any of those shows. But, you know, I mean, that's just what it was back then. Kids weren't as sophisticated, and we didn't, and, and, and that scared the crap out of them. That was the weirdest Christmas song. That was weirder than the Paul McCartney song. Yeah, that was bad. Very, very bad. Very British as well. But I'd rather hear that than the Paul McCartney song. I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. So those are the we 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 played you the worst Christmas songs of all time, and uh, so far they've all they, they they fit the bill. I think Weird Al's Santa's Gone Crazy or whatever that I I, I think that's all right. But I think we all agree that the Christmas shoes song by New oh, Song. Oh God, the you, mommy's meeting Jesus. Oh man, if I don't know if you're having a family get together, try and like slide that one in to see if anyone's picking up what you're throwing down. Yeah. Because it's so bad. 
Hey, by the way, I finally watched Violent Night to see if it was going to be on my Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies. Okay, we had a couple people texting wondering if you did see it. I did see it with David Harbour. Um, it's a good movie. It's a fun, well, fun is probably the wrong word. I, I, but I thought David Harbour did a great job as Santa. It wasn't what I expected. I really thought Santa would be more kick-ass. Okay. And he's well, old. Yeah, he's not. He gets the job done, but he's not. John Leguizamo's in it as well. And Beverly D'Angelo, who, of course, is the mom from Christmas Vacation. What a very random cast. I know the cast is just nuts. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it, the movie's weird. Like, it's not exactly what I expected. They did try to make this a feel-good movie. And so there are warm moments in it. Wait, with a, a movie little... called Violent Night? Yes. They, a... That's why it's so weird to me. Like, Santa and this child really do have this really sweet bonding relationship. And it's all about believing in Santa Claus. And the kid's adorable. And it's, it's, just, it's just a little off for me. Like, there's something weird about the movie. That's why I can't put it in my top five. But I recommend watching it because there are some great scenes in it. And I, of course, you know, David Harbour, who plays, uh, I don't know, but the guy, he plays the sheriff in um, Strange things uh you know who he is he's the big the guy the, the, one of the big guys in stranger things one of the adults i don't remember stranger things oh that's right you don't i watched one season man that was forever ago you expect me to remember yeah and I, I can't remember his name in the show either i'm so bad but well anyway, it's not going to change what i think about it that's true <laughs> but he's good in this and they do a good job and it's an interesting it's it's a definitely an interesting take on the magic for christmas and santa claus do they play the christmas shoes in the closing credits no but you know there's a scene like the movie is comedic for the most part uh-huh. but then John Leguizamo goes into this story that you kind of it's kind of tragic and you're like I don't, that's why I go I don't know what to make of this movie I just don't know what the hell to make of it that's weird yeah uh, but it's still enjoyable and a lot of people really do like Violent Night so um, I did that with a double feature of Cocaine Bear because that, that also was available and how was that I loved Cocaine Bear Cocaine Bear was really good was so I keep thinking about watching it I just haven't gotten around to it it's so stupid, but it's so funny. And they really, there's a lot of things they do in this movie, a lot of tropes with movies that I think are just, they, I, I liked it a lot. Um, if you guys know Scott Cease, he's the guy that does those like customer service things where he's on, he's, he's working for a store and he's always yelling at people mm-hmm. about how bad customers yeah. they are. And Scott's in it and I loved what he did. And some other people you'll recognize, Kerry Russell is in it. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family plays a funny role in it. Um, and it's... Uh, it's it's ludicrous, but the cocaine bear stuff is really awesome, and it's ridiculous. So did you like that one better than Violent Night? Oh, I, th- I think just a little bit more. Huh. Yeah. I mean, Elizabeth Banks, I think, knocked it out of the park. She directed that movie, and um, I really, really liked it. I almost want to see more stuff like this from Elizabeth Banks, because it's just it was just dumb, but well done dumb. So he says, how do you say Santa's not kick-ass? He has a giant hammer from his Viking days named Skull Crusher. Yeah, you know, he does. It's just that he gets his ass kicked as well. I really By thought. Rudolph? Uh, well, actually, the reindeer don't treat him right in this one, too. Okay, um, but I just, he really seemed like, like he got his ass kicked as well. And that's why I, I thought it was going to be more like he was the Punisher. Okay. And just seemed like he, all, like he was just a destructo man. But they're right. He does have a Skull Crusher, which is a great uh, hammer. And. Uh, you know, it's it, so that's why I say it's a good movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, but it is a little weird. Some of the actors I don't know about. I feel like they're a little off. But you know, I mean, it's like they I don't up. know how much of a budget they had. They couldn't like bring yeah. in all the heavy hitters yeah. in the acting world. Yeah, so. They- <laughs>
You got John Leguizamo. You can't really afford much after that. They even have a sort of Home Alone-ish homage in here as well, which was kind of fun to watch. So there's a, you know, I mean, I think it's enjoyable. I, I, no doubt about it. I, I, if, I think you should watch Violent Night. I think it's a good movie. But I can't put it over Home Alone on my Mount Rushmore. because <laughs> okay. And I, I totally forgot about Home Alone. Well, I'm sure Macaulay Culkin is happy to hear that. There you go. Well, you, I know you care about my Mount Rushmore. But I, I had one spot open, and I thought it might be for Violent Night, but nope. I, yeah, I can't do it. All right. Uh, yesterday, Steve, he did get this one right. Which sign of the Zodiac is represented by two aquatic animals tethered to each other? Pisces. Yes. Boom. <laughs> you know, sometimes you really, really celebrate things, I think, maybe way over the top than they should be. I'm like the Jamal Adams of Beat Migs. Oh, man. really? I get fired up over something cool I did, even if I just gave up a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Got that tackle. Pisces, bitch. <laughs> All right, you want a shot at beating Steve? You got it. 206-803-ROCK. We're playing Beat Me. He's going to do that at 847 on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. How do I figure out who my creditors are? Now, people a lot of times have had a lot, a long time of not having good credit and having collections, and so they, they're concerned that uh, you may be concerned that you, you won't be able to find all your creditors if you file bankruptcy. How will I know which collection agency has my credit card bill from 10 years ago now? Uh, and that's, that's something that's hard to keep track of when, because credit collection agencies transfer your debts all over the place. But we will pull all your credit bureaus, and by getting all three of your credit bureaus, we'll be able to tell who has your credit and debt now, uh, which collection agencies have had it in the past, and we'll make sure that we file all your creditors when we file your bankruptcy so that nothing slips through the cracks. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. Thanks for listening. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified 
empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.